Hey, welcome to the Homegirl Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Cornelius. This is episode 20, and we are going to talk about what the top 1% of salespeople do differently. I got so amped up on our last episode talking about goal setting, habit creating, and tracking, and it brought back a memory from when I was a sales trainer. So for those of you that don't know, I was a sales national sales trainer, or excuse me, regional sales trainer for a large national home builder for almost four years. I trained all of the new hires in four states for this company, as well as division support for the existing sales teams, but my main focus was on new hires. And I trained over a hundred new hires during that time. Now, every time I had a new employee come on board that I was responsible for training, it was several months that we worked together and they were always also working alongside a seasoned salesperson. So I had exposure not only to newbies and implementing those new habits and behaviors, but I also had exposure to hundreds of existing top performing salespeople who were uh, peer leading those who were new to the company. So it was a really great opportunity. I learned a lot about what maybe I did really well when I was selling before becoming a trainer and also things that I wish I was like, oh, I wish I would have done that or I love that they do that. And excuse me, I was quickly able to pinpoint like who was a top performer, who had the potential to be a top performer. And then of course, throughout the course of their career now, because this was years ago that I was a trainer, I have now seen and identified those people who became, you know, top tier in their organization. And when I was a trainer, one of the questions we got asked was, what does the top 1% do differently? And, you know, every company has their metrics, they have their trackers, you can quickly see the names on the sheet and who are those people. And so all of us trainers kind of took our people from our regions and we dissected, well, what do we think these folks are doing that's unique to them that is leading to their results? And then we brainstormed and we talked all about it. And we all came across kind of the same theme, that they were consistent, that they had good habits. And this is what made them market-proof salespeople. Because whether the market was booming and the sales were coming, they were still doing their habit. Whether the sales were slow, they weren't beating themselves up about it, they were just doing their habits because they knew that those habits led to results. So I wanna share some examples of observations I made uh, as a trainer and as a salesperson of some top performers and what they did consistently that I think led to their individual success. So I want to talk to you about Erica. Erica was a salesperson in uh, the Philly region. She was a top sales performer, consistent as hell. And I had the privilege of working alongside her for a little bit. And I noticed that she was like, always doing marketing. Now, here's the thing. Did she love it? Probably because we tend to do what we love to do. But I specifically remember one instance where she already had like five or six sales for the month. There was time left in the month and she was busy. You know, this is old school. She was busy stuffing envelopes and printing flyers and getting material out there. And I remember saying like, Erica, like, just enjoy it. You got all these sales. Like, why are we stuffing flyers today? And she's like, because the next person coming in the door isn't guaranteed. And it's that mindset of, I need to consistently fill my pipeline that made her successful. Because could she have taken her foot off the gas? Absolutely. But what would have the beginning of that next month look like to her? It would have been a, a, <clears throat> a fire drill to try to get new leads, to get new prospects. But she knows if I start staying in contact with people two weeks prior to the end of the month, even if my month is baked, 
I'm setting myself up for a phenomenal next month and that's effort worth making. And if I'm consistent with it, then I always have consistent sales. Um, so kudos to Erica. She's now crushing it in general brokerage. And I see still she's a marketing queen and it is huge part of her success. Uh, another story is from Delaware area. There's a sales rep, Rachel. She would be a peer leader for a lot of my new hires. And I didn't know her that well. I never worked with her as closely as I worked with Erica. But one of her trainees told me something. They're like, hey, um, I said, like, when can we meet? What's a good time? You know, trying to get our schedules together. And they're like, well, don't come right when we open. And I was like, oh, okay. Why is that? It's kind of weird. And they're like, well, Rachel says that first hour is always like head down follow-up time. Like we don't do anything else but make phone calls. That's all she does. And then I'll go do my thing. And, and that's all I'll do too alongside of her. Um, but we don't talk. We don't strategize. We don't, you know, catch up after a day. We just get in and we do follow up. So, I mean, how crazy is that that, or, or not crazy, but how amazing really is it that this salesperson had such a strong routine that even having a new employee on board with them, they're like, hey, I'm not sacrificing my routine for you. This leads me to my success, but I'm going to let you observe this behavior that makes me successful. And then if you want to jump on board, great. And that it was such a strong behavior um, or such a strong habit that nothing sacrificed that. And now to the point where the trainee is telling me, hey, Abby, don't come and see us until 11 because we got shit to do at 10. I loved that. Like part of me is like, well, I should kind of tell you when I'm coming. But at the same time, I like I love that there's a boundary to protect this thing that's so important to you. Um, that same philosophy got adopted by the entire <clears throat> Philadelphia region about this power hour. And we talked about it nonstop. We're an hour every day. And each person got to pick what that hour was because everybody's, you know, work styles are different. So it wasn't like everybody has to do it right at 10 or nine, whatever that is, but take an hour every day and focus on prospecting because it's such a key habit to be a successful salesperson. Um, and then there's another trainee that I had, um, his name's Sander and he was in Jersey. And now I know he works, uh, he's still working in new home sales, still crushing it. And he was just such an eager go-getter, but he already knew he needed habits to be successful. And I remember him telling me, Hey, Abby, one thing I am not doing. And I think it's holding me back because when you go from a trainee to a new hire, it's a different game, right? Trainee is about the skill, but when you're, when you're full commission, it's about the execution, right? Um, and he was like, look, I spent all this time about how do I get a sale? How do I get a sale? But I didn't think about the customer experience. I didn't think about how to keep the sale. I didn't think about the referrals. And so he was like, I'm going to put a new habit in where every two weeks it's on my calendar. I'm going to call every single person in my backlog. I don't, or unshipped, whatever you want to call it. Every single person that has sold, but wasn't settled. I'm calling them no matter what, every two weeks. And I remember seeing it on his calendar. I remember asking him, how's that going? And he's like, I'm getting ahead of stuff. They're not calling me, asking me for stuff because they know I'm now in this cadence of calling them every two weeks. Um, and it led him kind of chunk his activity, right? So if something comes up, it's easy to say, oh, let me stop everything. Time out. I'm going to stop my follow-up because I, I want to, you know, just touch base with the Smiths. Well, no, you're going to touch base with the Smiths tomorrow because tomorrow is when you call all of your uh, customers uh, in backlog. So those are examples of consistent habits that lead to success as a salesperson. And there's a million and one of them. And you may need some of those. You may not. Each person's separate in what they need. Um, but you have to think about that. Uh, what habits do I have today that are good? What habits am I doing? And when I say habit, I mean, you stick 
to it. You do it without even thinking. And I think this is part of the problem of, excuse me, the last two years is that maybe the habits that we had in place were, weren't needed. So we stopped doing them, right? If I've got a list a hundred miles long of prospects, I'm not going to keep making phone calls because it seems kind of crazy. Like what new news am I going to share? Right. Or if I have, if I have a marketing team that sends out communication that says, Hey, we're shut down next week. We have new home sites coming release. Why do I need to pick up the phone and call anybody and tell them that? Because it's getting automatically blasted out to people. So we were getting out of the habits of us controlling our sales destiny. And we got out of the habit of good things that led to our results that made us market-proof salespeople. Now, some of you listening may have came in during COVID. So you may never have even had the chance to build a set of habits that makes you consistent. When we did this exercise of what does the top 1% do differently, this was not in a hot market. It wasn't in a bad market, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't in a hot market. This is when we also had the mantra of three is the new two. We wanted every salesperson to focus on getting three sales a month instead of two. So it was a time where we were trying to push growth. And I know for some of you, it's like, Abby, what? Two sales a month was like, okay and acceptable. It was hard for a while. And to get to three was a mindset shift because we'd gotten comfortable with two a month. And so for a company to grow, um, assuming they have land, the next best thing you can do is increase absorption at the community level. So get more sales per month in each community. So the, the company enacted this initiative of three is the new two. That was the goal. Okay. So I want you to remember this. We're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about habits and we're going to talk about tracking and all of this stuff, but it starts with a goal. So company says, Hey guys, we know we did the math because that's what we are. We're a corporation. We're going to Bean, bean count. Um, and we said, if we could get three sales from every neighborhood on average instead of two, this is how much we could grow. And how great would that be? So let's tell the sales masses, your new goal is three is the new two. And it was great. There were pins, there was rallies, whatever. But that was like an inspirational pop, an inspirational moment of, yay, let's talk about our goals. And if you remember from last week, I say, get your goal and then kind of like ball it up and throw it away and focus more on the habits. So then they rolled out another initiative about a year or so later called sales as a planned activity. And sales as a planned activity is this habit creation. That was just their quote unquote slogan, right? So what are your planned activities that if you do them habitually, what are your sales habits? You are going to get sales. And there's a million and one of them and it can be overwhelming. Where do I start? So here in the last few minutes of this podcast, I want to give you a little bit of homework because I wouldn't be your coach if I didn't give you a little bit of homework. I want you to just observe for the next week. Just observe. Every day, write down something that you do every day consistently, good or bad, okay? So I get into the model, I turn on the lights, I bullshit with my uh, sales partner for like 30 minutes, then I get into my emails, the emails turn into determining my day, I eat lunch, I think I should probably prospect, then I get way late, whatever your day looks like, kind of just track it and then say, is there a habit there? You know, every morning, that 30 minute conversation, is that the best use of my most energized time? Uh, <clears throat> it's been studied time and time again, your first 90 minutes at work are your most productive. So if you really want to have a super productive day, they say, actually lay out your day the night before. And within those first 90 minutes, just get to it. That's why Rachel was great. Those first 90 minutes, she knew I'm calling these 10 people 
And these are my next steps with them. And I'm going to get that off my plate. I'm going to quote unquote, eat that frog. If anybody's a Brian Tracy fan, you take your uh, task, maybe you want to do the least or the one that's the most important and you just get it over with for the day. So there is something to that sacred first 90 minutes of the day. So anyway, back to your homework. Your homework is just track your week when you're at work. What do you do? What, what do you consistently do? Is every single customer that comes in, are you asking them the same questions? Are you taking them on the same journey? And it doesn't need to be scripted necessarily, but are you are you accomplishing what you need to to get the information you need and to help nurture that customer and to take them through the journey of figuring out if your community is a good fit for them? Um, are you following up with them consistently? Are you taking care of your customers in backlog consistently? Are you reaching out and finding your own Leads. I can't. This is a whole other podcast for another day. Uh, new home sales people have gotten out of this habit of self-generated leads, and we'll table that for another day. But I want you to just moral story. Track your habits. Track what you're doing every day, good and bad. And then I want you to have an honest moment. I love honest moments. This is just you sitting with you. There's no boss sitting there. There's no Coach Abby sitting there. It's just you with you. And I want you to say, "Well, that I need to stop doing right now. That 30 minute session every morning, I need to stop doing that now." The um phoning it in at 4.30 because I feel like I did enough for the day, that needs to stop right now. Um, the habit of driving through my community, maybe right when I get there, <clears throat> needs to stop, maybe get situated and then head back out later with a mindset of I'm looking for home site signs, I'm looking for trash, I'm looking for this. Because sometimes when we just drive in after it's our commute, um, it's like, it's a blur. And here's what I mean. How many of you drove to work today and don't really remember getting there? And you're like, shit, did I run a red light? <laughs> How did I even get here today? Because it's so automated. So when you take an automated thing like your commute to work and then you tack on a community drive through on top of that, you're in blinders are up mode, automatic mode, and you don't notice anything. Like I used to do this. I used to always say, I'm going to drive into the community. I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to be hey, inspecting because I'm already in my car. And almost always I would miss something. And my construction, you know, my construction team or my sales manager would come by and be like, Abby, you're missing like 10 signs. And I'm like, shit, I drive the neighborhood. How did I not see that? And it's because you're in auto automatic mode. So think about, again, habits that are serving you, habits that aren't serving you. And I want you to just pick one thing one thing that you want to add to your routine and make it easy. So back to that whole, like, you know, even if you have to start with two minutes, I want it to be so easy that you can't say no to it. So I hear new salespeople say, I'm going to make a hundred calls a day, you know, because I know that that's, what's going to lead to my success. A hundred calls a day is a lot. And if you're having a low will and a low motivation day, you're going to just say, fuck it. And you're not going to make the calls. Okay. But if you say every day, I'm going to make five calls, that seems pretty realistic. Five calls is totally doable. Some days you're not going to feel like doing it. But when you say it's only five, like, okay, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to tell you being averagely average and consistent with five calls a day is going to make you a better salesperson than somebody who does the 200 calls once in a blue moon. Okay. So I want you to start thinking about that. You are what you repeatedly do. And so you need to craft, love your job, love your career, love your craft, craft a routine that supports you being a top 1% salesperson. 
So, so I want to wrap this up right now. So your homework is track this week, your habits. What do you do repeatedly? I get a cup of coffee. I make this phone call. I check my emails and then say, is this serving me or not? And pick one new habit you in a want to implement. Maybe you want to implement the power hour. Maybe you want to implement a customer follow-up strategy. Maybe you want to implement better discovery questions. Maybe you want to implement every single person I meet, I'm going to ask for the sale because I'm recognizing a trend that I don't close. Okay. Whatever that is, mark it, write it down, and then every day track it, hold yourself accountable to it. Um, We'll dig more into this. I'm not getting off this topic anytime soon. I'm fired up about it. Um, And I want to help you create the habits that you need to thrive in any market. You want to make 2023 a, a killer year. You set some great goals after our conversation last week. Let's get there. Let's make it happen. But it's not going to happen if you don't have consistency and habits in place. All right, guys, I hope you found this helpful. I hope you all take moments to track, track, track what you're doing today so that you can create a better plan for tomorrow. I am here cheering you on always. And wait, don't leave just yet. If this episode got you thinking about maybe some habits that you need to implement to make 2023 a great year, but you need an accountability partner to help you stick to it, I would love to help. In the show notes, I will have a link where you can get on my calendar for a free 30-minute call to learn more about one-on-one coaching. And I'd love to hear about your goals and see if we could craft a plan to help you get those habits in place to make this a great year. All right, bye for real this time.